Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby. Featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. Hello, I am Brian Kilby, and you are listening to Radio Free Cybertron episode, what number is it? 821, I had to look at my screen. You know, I'm hearing myself, and I, like my voice is tired, but I'm not tired. I'm excited to be here with you, the listener. With me this week, we have Diecast. Diecast got scammed this week, just like me. I did. We'll talk. Actually, yours is off topic. We'll talk more about mine. But Diecast got scammed off Facebook. Don't buy anything off Facebook, people. Yeah. Actually, actually, one of the things I got this week was off Facebook, and it actually arrived. So maybe buy stuff off Facebook. (laughs) That's Rob. Hello, Rob. Hello. There's Chris. Aren't you glad I'm not hosting this week? Yeah. I know I am. I I enjoyed the show last week. No, no. Honestly, I thought we had a really good show last it week. Was I, good. I enjoyed doing that episode a whole lot. It was great. Yeah, that's the maybe the best show you've ever done. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh Matt. Yes, I am here with my unstable internet connection, apparently. Unstable molecules. I wish. Yeah. And Don. <laughs> Don is here on the new laptop that the family has. And I am actually keeping up with everybody and not having the lag. So, so Don has so Don Don has gigabit internet and he's had it for a while, but his computer was like an etch a sketch. <laughs> no, it was it's, uh, my, my computer, computer on a gigabit uh, connection. So my, my computer is only about six years old. It yeah, was a punch card catch. system, but it was yeah, but it was it was very low end. Sorry, Don, I helped you pick it out when when you got it. <laughs> but you know, but I, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna do the show from this. And I'm gonna keep that downstairs when my man cave gets moved downstairs. So keep the door from you know closing. No, no, yeah, that'll be for like eBaying and email and stuff like that. Beware eBay. We'll talk about that. <laughs> but it's it's nice being able to have more than two windows open and my system not slowing down. Yeah, cool. Hey, so uh, I'm trying to remember what I do here. Was I here the week before last? I know I wasn't here last week. Yeah, you were here a week before last. We okay. usually don't have. Um, two weeks of you not being here. What we had week before last was the late show that we recorded on mm, Sunday. Yeah. So I've been having full disclosure. I'm having some family issues with I have with my oldest kid. She's 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 having some some episodes. So uh, it's put me in like this funny mood because this is like a nice break from from like a, y- a lot of yelling and screaming. So it's good to not have people yelling and screaming and throwing stuff at me right now. So. And if anyone should be doing that, it should be me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, cool. Okay, so I didn't get to talk about uh, Guardian last week. Everybody was talking about pre-ordering it, and I also pre-ordered it. How many? Oh, did I, thank I, I I was going to say if you didn't, I was going to. How many did I get? Just one. Just one. Yeah. I, and I'm not even. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to troop build like Matt. Um, Brian, we can move up the last item in the show notes to right now and talk about that since. You brought up the topic anyway. We got uh, some in-hand pictures of the Guardian robot. 
Already? Um, <laughs> so actually, uh, it's coming CMD, out next month. CMD yeah. store already is listing them as in stock on their eBay store. No uh, which, way. Which, uh, yeah, well, you'll pay about 70 plus over uh, SRP for it if you go that way. But like, it makes sense because the release date is April 10th. So they have to be on the continent already. Uh, so this is pretty much just par for the course uh, with CMD getting their quantity a little bit earlier than the main distribution. Yeah, it's, but now you, you got to pay either the early tax for getting it first or the late tax if you wait too long. So it's like, how I'm bad do you close. want it? Yeah. I can wait a month for 70 bucks. I'll wait a month. Yeah, because I mean, heck, when these things, if these things go on clearance at some point down the road, that 70 bucks could pay for most of it. That's what I'm hoping for. I am hoping for to get my second one at a cheaper price. So yeah, because you you called it last week, Don, when you said you need an Omega, yeah, and then you need a, an Omega Sentinel on either side of him. Yeah, uh-huh. and, and, that and, is the correct and, way to to display them. And the one thing I've been wondering, and I've wanted to ask you guys, is when are we going to get an Omega Supreme? Mega Supreme, Don. When are we getting yeah. one of those? How, how would I? How would I of all people know this? I mean, I listened to the show last week, and apparently, we were all supposed to know when we were going to get one. No, no, no. I'm just saying it, this is if if they're rerunning the mold, the mold's still viable, and it's just be a color swap. I know, and that would and that. that would be a really good selects thing. You know, I love Omega Supreme, I really do. But it, and obviously, it is stylized, or it's based on Omega Supreme. But it doesn't really look like a Mega Supreme that much. Right, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. No, well, just like I said last week, we're re- we're retreading here. But I'm, I re- I feel very strongly about this opinion. I want Super Seven to do Omega Supreme as an Ultimate because mm-hmm. that's like the ideal expression of that. Oh yeah, totally. So, but yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to it. So it looks nice in hand. It's uh, I like the blues. I like the whites. I hope the whites stay white. Uh, you know, yeah. Well, they're not. Well, um, yeah. You know, Clorox keeps your whites whiter and your brights brighter. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let's see if I can show it off. I'm having some technical issues. Oh, man, he looks really happy with Omega Supreme. They're like best friends. Two hundred bucks though. Mm. Yeah, a little yeah. bit more than Omega was. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. you know, in my head canon, like, um, like Guardian Robot could fight like Orange G2 Devastator if we ever get that set recolored. Yeah. So yeah. we're not. So, um, <laughs> but, but, uh, but, uh, I forgot what I was. Oh, yeah. I paid, I paid more, I think, for this than I did for the, uh, the e hobby one, the, the original version of this. I think, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Cause I bought, I bought that in the last few months. I'm pretty sure this cost more than that. I, well, and I think when GetUp came out through e hobby in the first place, the SRP, the, you know, with, exchange actually was less than $200. Yeah. When I picked it up at TFCon and I want to say Charlotte, I think $200 is what I paid for it. Yeah, and I, that was a good uh, price. That was yeah. I mean, I think with shipping I think I paid like 230 for it, but it's not, you know, that's way less than it would than it would have cost me on eBay today. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Okay, cool. Uh, let's see here. A lot of stuff has happened. So what do you guys think about the expansion of game of uh the studio series into like this gamer stuff. I think that Voyager Optimus Prime looks really freaking good. I love Optimus Prime. I really like Barricade. I okay, don't. Don, 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 Don looks really, Don looks really excited and raises his hand, and I think he's going to explode if we don't let him talk. No, no, I'm just. Well, again, it's nice talking in real time without the lag. Um, <laughs> I'm really glad we're getting these figures 
because the first ones are not that much fun to transform. No, they're not. It'll be nice to see some some easier versions to enjoy. But I have to say, they're looking at the term studio series, and I see where they're getting it from, and that's fine. They're running out of stuff that make done. Right, but it's kind of like, it's like like I said in my my Twitter post earlier today, someone really wanted the shield to be shield, so they made up an acronym to make it shield. They're really trying to make studio series fit stuff that's like. That's a backronym, Don. Yeah, it's, well, I'm, I'm just saying it's, to me, it's somewhere. It's like they really want to make the studio series and it's like it's a game studio and I get it, but it's like. Except I actually <laughs> like this interpretation of the concept of studio series, like pick a design studio, whether it's for video games or for, uh, you know, movie designs or anything like that. And like do a subline. Around Acom. that theme, Acom. Yeah. I was thinking. I was thinking Studio Studio Ox, Ox but I'm thinking. Yeah. Acom. Oh yeah, I mean Acom. Oh, I, no, Acom, yes. Acom. would be like an easy redecos thing to do for yeah. a few toys. That'd be. I would get a kick out of that. But yeah, know. I mean, I'm not mad or nothing. Like I'm not. I mean, I like them all. It's just the term Studio Series is getting a little. Eh, it's fine. You know, weird to me, but that's fine. No, I think I think actually doing stuff like this makes the Studio Series brand make more sense. Yeah, yeah, um, I yeah, I really like barricade the the robot mode. Vehicle mode's okay. I really like the robot mode. I like the Optimus a lot. I like it so much better than that. Is it? Is, I mean, it's, that one's supposed to be more for Cybertron. It looks substantially yeah. different than the deluxe toy from years ago. Yeah, the the you can tell in the vehicle mode, but this Optimus Prime, I think, seeing this yesterday or the day before, whatever I think it was yesterday. Yeah. And then seeing the G.I. Joe classified stuff, I'm like, the classified stuff looks so good. And this prime would look a lot better. And it's something we don't mention a lot that a lot of people are like, oh, the gaps make it look terrible. And I've always seen like, you know, the gaps on most of the Transformers figures, they'll be on the back or the, the they'll be somewhere where they're not huge, like really noticeable that like you absolutely have to get an upgrade kit to fix it i feel like this optimus prime with those inner thighs and the way they did the photos it's so unacceptable doesn't bother for a 35 dollar toy it just my eyes just i didn't notice i'm so used to it i'm so used to it my eyes instantly go to it and i'm like it looks size right cheap (laughs) it looks cheap and and i love transformers and you know if that one thing wasn't there i'd probably be really excited about this figure but those gaps i mean they're they're so noticeable that i just i can't unsee it deluxe has up for the last like five years have had the exact same kind of gaps on that inside surface of the thigh like that's just the way the molds work um on older toys in you know different economic times they could have an extra piece that would be then fused in and close that up sometimes mm-hmm. not always but sometimes um i saw a conversation on twitter about this on uh, one of my brief glances at twitter that i do anymore uh where you know the question was posed like why not put those gaps on the backs of the legs well it that's part of how injection molding works where you can't have like overhang pieces so like if you want to have the uh the channel to have like the thigh swivel 
line up the right way so that it doesn't put weird stress on the ball joint or the universal joints. You know, you've got to have that release angle be the right way and the thigh gap has to face that same direction. You can't have two different uh, insert directions like that. The part won't come out of the mold then. So that's why we have these gaps on the insides of the thighs largely uh, because it's just part of the compromises for the way the toys are produced. I do. I do feel like on this figure, it is a bit more pronounced than the thighs are so big. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the thighs are so big. I, I feel like the angles are also working against it. There may be some detailing in there that just is not visible in these promotional shots that might help a little. I would not say no to a, a set of filler kits for this. If slash when I get it though, because I not- feel like I'm going to have to get a filler. Like I, I know for me personally, this figure, I'm going to have to get a filler kit because I that. No, you don't have to buy the toy, right? That's true. I have right. to buy the toy. You, I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't. I'm not particularly in love with the War for Cybertron game. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, well, all of Cybertron, I feel like, was a uh, better yeah, alert. But, all uh, of uh, Cybertron is a better uh, game. Any, uh, I any, like the War for Cybertron design for Optimus uh, better. Any, yeah, any, that's like, I'm not in love with the games. I'm not in love with the designs. But I love these figures. They just click for me. And, I mean, maybe in hand, I, I'll still, I need a filler kit. But, like, I bought one filler kit my entire life, and it didn't do a thing for me so no, and i think rob made a good point too like the angles on these photos are not doing these yeah. any favors when you have this in hand and you're posing it in a normal way you know on your tabletop or shelf or in diecast case of the pile on the floor like you're not really going to have the gaps staring you in the face the same way yeah um there was also a comment earlier about um that these these look better than the 2010 deluxe toys uh, so one thing that was pointed out by the designers, uh, there's been a bunch of behind the scenes posts about these toys uh, from Sam Smith and Evan Brooks on their Instagram accounts today. Uh, one of the things that was pointed out was those 2010 toys were designed based on concept art that was done in the development of the video game because those toys uh, came out the uh, same year the game was released. These are actually taken from the actual 3D models from the games and the CAD developed from that. So these are very, very accurate to what the games look like, where the other ones, uh, just like uh, you know, old movie toys, like there would be steps of revision between when the toys were designed and when the movies came out, because that's just how the 3D modeling process works over time. It's very iterative. Uh, this is you know working backward from a final thing, and they made the toys as accurate as they could and still be able to transform, which yeah. uh, kind of explains why Bumblebee looks the way Bumblebee looks now versus the way Bumblebee looks then. Yeah. Well, that's something I wanted to ask y'all. Everyone's talking about Optimus and Barricade. I don't think the Bumblebee is that bad. I mean, no, it's, it's I not. mean, I, I think I think he looks pretty good. It's, well, I do know man. there were some photos where it was transformed wrong again. Yeah, yeah. and the wheel, uh, the front wheel covers were not pushed into his chest, so it was like yeah. basically like the whole front of the car was just sitting on his chest because it was mistransformed. Yeah, it's better when the the wheel wells are folded in as much as they can. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the additional angles and pictures, um, the the hood sweep of the car is still very long and pronounced on the front of the robot. Like that's still pretty pretty uh big um in a non-flattering way, but you know, there's only so much they can do. 
if this toy can actually be transformed without a theoretical physics degree, it will be a massive step up from that 2010 toy. Like um, that's the thing that these are going to be able to do better than the original, no matter what these are going to for sure be a lot more pleasant and possible to transform correctly. Well, I'm, I'm at BBTS right now and I'm looking at the back of the Bumblebee's box, the picture. Say hey to Joel for me. Hmm. You said you're at BBTS right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it looks like it's transformed correctly or more correctly on the back of the package because those pieces with the the sideways V on it are pushed into the side. So I Correct. think that, I think that's going to yeah. be a lot more of a closer representation of he's still yeah, got that, some chunk. that just transformed correctly. Yeah, he's yeah. got chunk in the front. But it's not near as bad as some of the other pictures are saying. I think he looks great. I'd probably buy this as Cliff Jumper. And it's uh, a deluxe. Well, good news. Yeah, good news. <laughs> yeah. And it's a deluxe, so it does not look bad for the deluxe. I'm happy with the deluxes. Like him and Barricade. The only thing that disappointed me about Barricade, and it's not Barricade's fault, it's my fault. When I looked at it, I thought it was one of the Combaticons. Because I saw uh, the vehicle mode first, and that's what I thought about was one of the Compaticons. And I was like, oh, we're getting a War for Cy- uh, or Falls Cybertron oh, or whatever. We're oh, getting oh, a Bruticus. I mean, I uh, would not rule it out in the future, yeah, Ooh, but yeah. Not, just, not right now. But I got you- excited, and then I was like, oh, it's Barricade, and he looks good. And, and if you look yeah. on the inside of his legs, yeah, there's gaps, but they have like... You know, it's segmented, there, so but, it's, yeah. so it doesn't look, you know, completely completely hollow from the angles we're seeing the way the primes do. Yeah, I right. I, I get you on that one. I don't I, mind. I a think I'll be fine. Yeah, it's it's all it's all in how it's executed, and sometimes it does look better than others. So, Ooh, boy. well, the the barricade strongly reminds me of Wild Rider from the Stunticon job botcon set. Because he had those same grays, the oh, wow. the 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 front ve- the front of the vehicle was very because they used the lockdown mold for that. Yeah. So I'm getting a lot of that lockdown color vibe from the Stunticon job set when I saw the barricade. That's the first thing I thought of. So Brian, uh, take a quick look over in our Discord, tfradio.net slash Discord. Blade Raider posted a very interesting photo. Okay. Uh, which I think came from one of the uh, behind-the-scenes Instagram posts. Yeah. <laughs> it's, mm. a, it's a side-by-side of the 2010 War for Cybertron Optimus and the uh, Studio Series 1 that's coming out this year. Yeah. Okay. Those are a lot closer in size than I was actually expecting. Yeah, me too. I mean, that was a fairly large deluxe, it, it, especially by modern standards. It and the yeah. parts count on that thing must oh, have yeah. been it's through ridiculous. the roof. I love that toy. I know I everybody complains about it being overcomplicated, and they are right. That's one of those <laughs> toys where where you have to have like certain parts at certain angles during yeah. certain points of transformation. It's a nightmare, yeah. but I love it anyway. No, um, no, you're absolutely right. The that original toy, the robot mode is fantastic. It's a great robot action figure. The vehicle is really cool looking, super solid. You could club somebody over the head with that thing, uh, and it wouldn't come apart. Getting it's between just between those of, two yeah, modes. It's, yeah, it's the act yeah. of changing it from one to the other that is a hate crime. Yeah, inducing. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you'd have as much luck throwing <laughs> against the wall and having the wall do it for you. Yeah. No, it would just transform the wall into a hole. Yeah. But the the other thing 
is that the other thing that, that people have brought up repeatedly about these, and, and I feel it's like a decent enough uh, note to end on, the games that these are actually from are not available at the moment in any way, yeah. shape, or form. And are they, unlikely to be available ever again. Yeah, they were they were delisted from Steam. Even to, you just you if you did not own them before that, you cannot get them. Um, I I would like to think that if they have access to, you know, the renders of these of these characters, maybe we're lucky enough that somebody is working on an HD remaster. But um, given some of the news further down the pike, I don't know if they'd want to be. Uh, working on, you know, or having like two transformer schemes on the market at the same time. Yeah. One thing I want to put to the group before we move on from this. So instead of having hand carried weapons, uh, for the most part, the like firearms for these, um, you take the right arm off at the elbow and plug the gun in. Instead, there is no handhold option for their like main ranged weapons. And like, I'm not super a fan of that choice. Like, totally have the arm swap thing for game accuracy but like put a five millimeter post on those guns so you can do more things with them like that's that is one stumbling block for me with these bumblebee and optimus have melee weapons that have five millimeter handles uh, bumblebee is a sword instead of the flip out blade on the arm yeah. optimus has the the battle axe which actually can be in both configurations the half axe from the cut scenes and the double bladed axe from the actual like in-game cg but like for all the guns, they're plug in or nothing, and I kind of don't care for that. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there'll be a, an adapter, Chris, that they you just pop the gun in it and pop the gun around the hand, or you know, they may, yeah, may I mean, they may even done. It, just yeah, like, if those hands they, are on mushroom pegs, they can swap out hands too. Um, just you know, for the fact they had to put some kind of a peg on there to have them attach in vehicle mode. Like that could have just been a five millimeter peg, and then you could have you know dual wielding or whatever, uh, you know, swap them out to other toys. Like you could, it just would have added a lot more to the flexibility of the toys and their accessories if their guns had five millimeter posts, and it wouldn't have taken away from like their devotion to the accuracy of the in-game depiction. Yeah, I just don't like that choice. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. I I, I won't use the weapons anyway. I, I've ne- I've never been a fan of the you know Transformers weapons being a part of their bodies anyway because that's like it it makes sense with Megatron because he is such a tyrant that he would just have his own weapon attached to his body at all times. It doesn't make sense for Optimus Prime to be an actual weapon. I mean, if it's good enough for Mega Man, it's good enough for Optimus. It makes sense in the movie context since in the movies, like Transformer bodies are just collections of basically metal cells that rearrange themselves arbitrarily to transform anyway every time like in the movies no transformer transforms the same way twice and i think that's actually on purpose to just highlight the like living being aspect of these you know metal robots like in that context i can see them reconfiguring their bodies into weapons regardless of who they are but like i just don't like this for the play value aspect of it more than anything but it is accurate to the game it is it is okay so uh we saw that so where was where was this announced? I saw that uh, there are gonna be some announcements from Takara this week, and I see that they're in um that they're in the uh, show notes here. But where were they announced? Did Takara just like say, "Hey, here's stuff"? Was there like a sh- was there like a show or anything? I don't. I think these just went up for pre order. Okay, so the, so um, 
I thought there's also going to be a collaboration. I read there's going to be a collaboration and something else. So there's going to be, I think, like four uh, four things announced, and I see two of them here. So first is um, a new. Well, actually, this is the collaboration. Sorry, the canon is the collaboration. Uh, Nemesis Prime. So a repaint of the Optimus Prime Big with book. a rebolded Matrix. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised they're going this deep into it. Because you know they did the prime, they did the reflector to get. I'm, they're really going hard. They're making a lot of these things. But they need to yeah. make like, up their money. Yeah, yeah. But if you yep. think about it, Nemesis Prime is a negative reflection of Optimus. It's a camera. Negative and camera kind of makes sense. Okay, in that. it's a digital camera. There are no negatives anymore. Well, um, I'm it's old. A, it's not service <laughs> merchandise anymore, Don. Um, well, if it is, I would sell it. So. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if the R5 comes in a white body, but like they can totally just do an Ultra Magnus off of this too. Oh yeah, yeah. I wouldn't buy. That I didn't either. even think of that. That's. that's... <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting any of these. Okay, what so I... be- besides that and the next item, I think the other things that were slated for uh, pre-order were just uh, more legacy toys. The same thing. More legacy doing. stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. I-, I like this. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, premium finish, uh, Optimus Primal and Megatron. Me and Rob already have a deal worked out on this one, I think. Yeah. Now, is that a two-pack? Yes, or is it, it, it is. is okay. set. I may have to pre-order that here in a second. Yeah, so, yeah, the premium finish style, so, like, this is the Megatron especially is, like, super, super accurately decoed. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it? it's, on, it it's on par with the Beast Wars masterpiece Megatron, yeah. except that this well, is a toy that you can actually handle. When I saw this last night, I didn't. I it was without context, and I didn't have my glasses on, so I wasn't exactly. I thought it was the masterpiece when I first looked at it, and I'm like, are they doing redoing the masterpiece? It is not. It is the leader class Megatron from Kingdom, and it's got the uh, toy face that I don't think has been used up. Yeah, either. I'm gonna yeah. have to get it. It is yeah, thirteen thousand yen. Where's that? that? The, Amazon uh, Japan. Tw- yeah. You can get on Amazon Japan. I imagine this will probably be offered from Hasbro also in the next few days. I would be surprised if it's not. They did the uh, actual premium God, finish. Line. So I, think, good. I think this is a separate thing from premium finish, but everybody's referring to it like a premium finish because it's so like highly premium. decoded and <laughs> super accurate to uh, oh, the source beautiful. material. God, Optimus, it was great. The Optimus Primal exists too. It doesn't look like especially oh. all that different from like the Netflix one. The colors are a little darker. I um, love it. Yeah, I, I need that Megatron. I'm going to pre-order it real quick. So how much is this? 13,000 yen. Plus about 4,500 yen shipping. Yeah, so we're looking I need someone to translate 120 bucks, I'd say. Okay. 120 shipped, probably. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, today the, ex- the yen exchange rate is 139 yen to the dollar, so. Oh, nice. Yeah. I can apply Amazon points too. So I'm, I've got Amazon points. I've got 155. That's like a dollar. Me and Rob are going to split one of these sets because he wants the Optimus Primal for. I mean, I don't know why he wants the Optimus Primal because it doesn't look that great to me. But like, if it gets me the Megatron, I'm not going to question it too much. <laughs> we're going to have to figure out the logistics of that, though. It's yeah. ordered. Yay. So let's see here. Store listing. Oh, okay. Uh, special edition Optimus Prime, Retro Perceptor, and Retro Shrapnel. All right, you know, the retro perceptor and shrapnel. I understand. Uh, the prime confuses me. What what is this? We don't know. Yeah, unknown. You're supposed to have answers. Uh, I only have the answers that exist. So, um, 
it's not called retro, so I don't think it's a G1 reissue. This right. could be the uh, alternate use of the Volvo mold. The holiday Prime, yeah. Um, or it could be something else. We don't. We do not know. So All it says fan exclusive. So yeah. is what? What do we think that means? Is that a fan channel exclusive? It could mean that. It could be. Uh, um, we had something recently that was that um, was referencing like Pulse Fan Fest. So that could Which, be shorthand for that. I don't remember. What yeah, it was. And Fan Fest will probably be sometime next month. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember, um, you know, 15 years ago when Toys R Us. Uh, had the reissues of the Insecticons all three in one set uh, for like $35 I think and even back then I didn't want to pay $35 for the G1 Insecticons. They're so tiny. I love them though. And Perceptor came out at the same time. They were in like an assortment together. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I guess we will see the Insecticons reissued via Walmart of course. Now see if they're doing a reissue like like a retro perceptor though in like the movie packaging like they're doing with everything else they're gonna have to give them a new head because that perceptor toy has a faceplate yeah maybe they'll just you know paint the face on the faceplate that'd be, oh, that'd be, it'll be a sticker <laughs> <laughs> no no these these are all about having uh you know uh paint ops and tampographs instead of stickers so it's true <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I get where you're coming from with that, and you're right, but I just, I don't see them actually doing, like, new tooling for any of these. Yeah, just paint, and that's... I'm excited to find out about that Prime, though. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, that was from JT Prime, also from JT Prime, our first look at Retro Thundercracker. Which we talked about, like, a week or two ago. We we thought it was coming. And those colors look really, really good. They yeah. do. Yeah, so this picture apparently came from an um, unspecified like toy safety website somewhere, mm-hmm. which is why the quality is so low. Uh, it's just for you know documentation purposes, not for you know demonstration so much. But like, yeah, that shade of blue on that looks really, really mm-hmm. nice. I'm a big fan of the toy colors, and I like the way this looks. Oh, yeah. It so. makes me think I should go get the Star Scream, which you I need the Star Scream. You should. I should, probably, should, right I probably now. should have gotten that yesterday or Monday. I there's a very old fandom part of me that feels like okay, this is this is borderline blasphemy to put the cartoon colors on the original toys, but like the the you know current part of me is like I really appreciate the idea that we ex- we are in an age with these toys where we could have the original toy color reissues if we want, and we can have these new special ones that are in accurate cartoon colors like it's really cool that these options are being put out there. You know, we're getting the hound that's going to be the same way. And it's going to be interesting to see like a side-by-side with the perceptor too, to see how different that ends up looking. I'm all uh, for if it. It's cartoon based like that. I'm all it's going to be kind of interesting to see shrapnel too, with presumably like uh white uh, pincers and a uh, solid yellow chest plate instead of the uh, clear yellow door. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. It's also going to be really interesting to see Retro Shrapnel uh, when they're trying to sell it for $35 by itself. Yeah, well, I, you know. <laughs> I would I would hope that they're going to have like another size class for for us for smaller reissues cuz who that that to- no. <laughs> I I don't think they are, you know why? Because they're going to put it in one of those really nice boxes and it's going to be the same size box as yeah. everything else. 
And I almost, I almost thought maybe they would put them on card, but if they were on card, they'd probably do all three at the same time. So yeah, it's probably going to be that new, uh, movie style box with the little tiny toy inside. I mean, bucks. like G1 Hound is not a big toy either. And from all indications, we're getting that in the same assortment or whatever you want to call it, the same price point as Retro Star Scream and Retro Hot Rod. Yep. So like, I'm, I honestly am not putting it past them that they're going to try to sell each individual Insecticon at that same price. Yeah. 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 Which uh, is over $100 the luck, all the for all three. Them. Yeah. Yep. I won't even buy the legacy ones for $25. <laughs> same. So oh, I like the legacy ones. So the next Robosin toy is Bumblebee. G1 Bumblebee, of course. I don't know how I feel. It's non transforming. Yeah, it doesn't. Oh well, yeah. Looking at it, it clearly doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not down. Is it like a robot it. butler? What is it? <laughs> sure. Like, what was that robot back in the day that he'd like grip a can? There was like oh. a Max Steel version of it too. I thought. I I can see in my head what you're talking about. I cannot think of the name of it. So what is this? Uh, it's a robot. Yeah. So it'll still do the commands and everything. It just won't transform. So. Yeah, so, I so I would it's assume much simplified. Yeah, I would assume this is a cheaper price point. Yeah, probably only six ninety nine instead of seven ninety nine. Don't say that. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> sub five hundred. Three ninety nine. Yeah, still too much. But people will buy it. At you have the, price. Did you get your Robosin? Yes. One? Okay. Do you like it? I'm waiting on the stand. I have it in the box. No. I took it out once and you know <laughs> messed with it and then put it back in the box. That's and as no. soon as the stand comes. I had the T9. It was amazing for 15 minutes and then it wasn't. But the stand is going to integrate with a pe- allegedly because it hasn't been announced yet, but it should integrate with like Alexa and all that stuff, which would be super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So I'm what is on that? So uh, what is all this is a bunch of text, Chris. I'm not going to show it on the screen for people watching on uh, Twitch, which is, which is where we're streaming this week. So um, what does this reactivate stuff? Um, so apparently the first thing to preface this with is we don't know if these toys are even actually going to come out. It's descriptions for what are or would have been toys to tie in with the Transformers reactivate video game that's been talked about recently. Um, so I think what we have uh, for this is a description of what would have been a two-pack of Optimus Prime and Soundwave. Mm. Um, from what I'm gathering from this, like in the game, it's not Autobots versus Decepticons, it's Autobots and Decepticons versus Quintessons, which is an interesting concept. Um, and, you know, if that translated into a toy line, like it'd be interesting to see like different models of Quintesson as toys, Sharkticons, Alligatorcons, things like that as the enemy toys um but again we don't know if this is actually going to materialize into toys that actually get released but at some point in development um this was there was product descriptions for what would have been for this and we've got that on here so it sounds like this is the killing jar the game um except set in new york i think oh yeah so i guess like transformers devastation crossed with the killing jar i'd buy it yeah, for, that from, would have been a, that would have been a good sequel to Transformers Devastation, the yeah. you know Quintesson attack. Yeah, yeah. There, there is a Twitter account that uh, has information that claims to be from like previous 
like builds of this game went because uh, apparently it's been in development for a long time, gone through a number of different titles and things. Supposedly it is going to be a like destiny style live service kind of game. So don't know how I feel about that. If it uh, turns out to be true, but I don't, ever comes out. I, I don't much care for the sound of that. Yeah. Is the game still coming out. Uh, yeah. As far, as far as anybody knows, we got a like preview of it. What? Back in January, I think maybe I can take my I can take my Famicom cart, put an adapter, 72 pin adapter on it and play it on a Nintendo right now. You know, yeah, 35 years later. Yeah. But then you have to play Mystery of Convoy. Yeah. Well, or, you know, if you go a little bit more fancy than that, you can play uh, the Headmasters or I mean, I I don't I I don't I don't have my Famicom disk system anymore, but I didn't have a single Famicom disk that still worked. Yeah, like they're all like corrupt. Hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, go dig out your pile of floppy disks because those aren't going to work anymore either. Yeah. Uh, cool. Okay, so let's see here. And well, that's the last thing because we bumped the Guardian Robot picture. So, Chris, the the show. what did you get this week? Ah, uh, well, so funny story about that. Um, in our Discord, tfradio.net slash Discord, Josh Wheeljack sixty four uh, pinged me at about nine thirty a.m. to let me know that Big Red Toy Store had. Um, Deluxe Legacy Evolution Deluxe Wave 2 in stock for immediate shipping. Uh, so I went ahead and ordered Prowl and Crash Bar from that. I ordered them Monday morning this week. They arrived today. No. Yeah. Wow. I thought that was impossible. Are you in Minnesota now? <laughs> no. I don't. I was going to like follow that up with I wish, but I don't know if that'd actually be like a better move than where I am right now. Mm, probably. I know, I know Minnesota can get pretty damn rural. So there's no guarantee that would be a step up from here. But yeah, I have Crash Bar and Prowl in hand today. Uh, I have no idea how I got order fulfillment that fast. I have literally never had anything from BBTS come that quick after ordering. What kind of shipping did you choose? Um, FedEx Home Delivery. Okay. Because it was only a couple dollars more for me than their flat rate shipping. And uh, the flat rate shipping had an ETA of like 9 to 13 days. This had an ETA of Thursday, and they beat that. So it's amazing. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about Prowl first. Prowl is a fairly effective update of the animated toy. You know, it's not especially animated looking anymore, but like it hits all the like uh, you know stylistic notes for like uh, not stylistic notes, but like the detail notes. So you know, you've got the clear window chest with the gold border around it. You've got the the rank stripes on the shoulders. Um, the construction of the legs is very similar. You know, it's hitting a lot of the same notes. Um, the fairing wings hanging off the back are not really more obtrusive than the animated toys were. And they can be uh, pitched up and down too if you want to like make them a little bit less obvious from the front. Um, one of the complaints uh, that came up about this when we first saw the pictures was the handlebars uh, pointing in toward the shoulders, basically. Uh, which you can't do anything about that in robot mode, uh, but it doesn't feel all that obtrusive to me, especially in hand. Uh, I also got a pretty good QC pull on this one, too. Like, construction-wise, it's basically perfect. The joints are uh, good and solid, nothing overly tight, nothing loose. So, um, there's one little problem with transformation uh, due to the construction not being quite perfect. But as far as the robot mode, the only bad thing I've got going on is a little bit of a nick in the paint on the visor, which that can be solved pretty easily. Um, 
like you don't even have to necessarily match the blue just like go over it with uh some silver paint and put some clear blue over it and you'll make it look even better than it does like it's really nice in hand and for a motorcycle transformer the robot mode feels a pretty decent size like it doesn't feel like a little tiny light thing there's a little bit of weight to it for its size and it just it feels as substantial as it needs to be for um for its alt mode the transformation isn't great um I was able to do it without looking at the instructions the first time, but there's a lot of points along the way where, like, you can tell what it wants you to do, but you also can't figure out how you're supposed to get it there. Um, there's a little bit of it where order of operation kind of matters, especially moving those fairing pieces around to where they need to be in vehicle mode. Um, if you do that at the wrong time, you can kind of still get there, but boy, does it feel a lot less comfortable. Uh Unfortunately, I cannot find a way to get the motorcycle mode to uh, like close up some of the gaps we saw in the early pictures. That's just kind of there and how it is, unfortunately. Um, it's not the best-looking motorcycle, but when you do get it together, it's mostly solid. Um, the problem, the assembly problem that interferes with transformation on my copy, one of the clear insert pieces for the uh, police lights... Uh, those are on the forearms in robot mode. The forearms are supposed to tab together and kind of hold as one unit uh, behind where the seat would be. Uh, exactly the way it worked on the original animated Prowl, if you remember handling that toy. One of those clear plastic inserts was not fitted all the way in before it was glued down. So oh. I think that is blocking the tab from actually engaging with the slot on the opposite arm. Um, now, the good news with this is that this connection is not vital to the like structural stability of the motorcycle mode. Uh, the joints in the arms on mine are tight enough that the pieces will sit where they need to anyway, and not it doesn't come apart badly or anything. There's a little more of a gap that's designed for, but the toy still works just fine. Um, but I did spend a good 5-10 minutes messing with it to try to figure out, okay, why will this not tab together before I finally notice, like, oh yeah, that red side kind of, like, pushing where the two pieces need to meet. One cool detail that I don't remember seeing anyone mention before, the back of the head is, it's like a Junkion head in back where there's, like, the gauges, the speedometer and the tachometer on there. So, hmm. when that's uh, facing back over the gas tank in vehicle mode, there are little uh, readouts there between the handlebars. So, like, that's a completely unnecessary detail and kind of cool that it's in there. Um, it does sort of have that problem in the vehicle mode where, like, you can see Prowl's head looking forward through the windshield. Uh, so if that bugs you, um, I guess paint over the windshield or something so you can't see it because, like, you can't just turn the head around and hide it because it doesn't fit that way. But, like, overall, for a G1-style updating of the idea of animated Prowl, I think it turned out really nicely. I would have liked another pass on the engineering for the motorcycle mode, but like overall, I'm pretty happy with this. Oh, and it does do the same animated prowl thing where it's got the uh, shurikens that plug into the wheels as hubcaps on one side. Um, this has it where the front wheel has one on one side, the back wheel has it on the opposite side. And of course, those parts are not painted gold like the other side hubcaps, so there's going to be mismatch on that, unfortunately. Um, you can choose to leave them off in vehicle mode, and the surface underneath where they are is painted gold. So if you want the matching color on there, just leave those pieces off. Uh, only one hand is designed to actually grip onto the shuriken blades, the left hand. The right hand has a 5mm compatible hand, uh, even though it doesn't come with any 5mm accessories of its own. 
sadly, there is no traffic light flail, which was by far the best part of the original animated Prowl, so we shall all mourn the loss of that. Hey, Chris, uh, looking at the figure uh, in both vehicle and robot mode, are there any ports that you think if someone does a Semra of sidecar armor kit for that figure that it could it could peg on properly? I mean, do you think that's possible with what you're seeing there? There are shallow five millimeter ports um, on the shoulders. And if somebody wanted to make uh, an adapter or want to adapt a sidecar accessory on, theoretically, you could probably plug it in there. I don't know how stable that would be in practice. The only other five millimeter parts are on the forearms, and those would be far back and higher up in motorcycle mode. So, um, so, so samurai sidecar armor kit sounds like an animated series on TBS. <laughs> I mean, it also sounds pretty cool when you say it like that. Yeah. I suppose you could try to design it where it plugs into the ports on the wheels, uh, the, the rear wheel in particular, uh, where the shurikens plug into. Uh, to stabilize it some like if somebody wanted to do that yeah there's ports on there where they could make a connection it just might not be the most elegant thing and i think it would come down to individual variation on toys how solid of a connection that would end up being designed after the fact as for attaching the samurai armor well again you've got a port on each forearm a port on each shoulder that would pretty much cover most of it especially if you made the uh a chest armor piece hang off of shoulder pieces so like yeah you could do this to some extent um it would probably take a fair bit of parts like i don't think you would i don't think you would see a non-f kit for instance that would add uh samurai armor and a sidecar like this would be probably a little bit bigger project than what those kits usually cover i think for what it would have to do to actually work the way the original did the potentials there it's just i think it's a long shot uh, as for Crash Bar, Crash Bar is uh, immediately noticeably smaller than Prowl in robot mode, uh, and certainly is smaller uh, compared to Scrap Hook. Uh, but, like, it's not bad. It's pretty solid. Uh, similar QC level to Prowl. The only downside of mine is that the 5mm post uh, to take the leg off on one side is a little bit loose, but, like, the leg doesn't fall off or anything. It just it swivels a little bit easy and it will slide down just a tiny bit before the friction catches it again uh, if you're not careful with it. Um, but like all the joints are very solid. I don't have the problem like I did with scrap hook and I think other people ended up having this problem too where the, um, the friction hinge at the elbow likes to pop off. Everything here is a lot more solidly connected together. I love the styling on this in person. Like, you know, we've seen the pictures for quite a while now, but like it's really cool looking in person. I love the way the head sculpt turned out. Um, the only thing stylistically I don't like is the uh, asymmetry of the legs. Because uh, one's the gas tank, one's the seat. And it just it looks like the legs are at different angles, even though they're properly aligned to each other because of the slope of the gas tank and the, the opposite slope of the bike seat. Um, like it just, it kind of messes with my, you know, vague OCD. Um, but besides the visual element of that, like I have found it can be a little hard to get to stand up a level where it's not pitched a little bit to one side. Um, like I don't think the legs are actually different lengths. It just kind of uh, wants to behave like they are. Sometimes you can absolutely transform this without removing any parts. 
Uh, one part you probably will want to remove when transforming it is the rear wheel because that's the shield that has the flip-out blades uh, that freely spins either as a wheel or as the shield. So you've got like a buzzsaw shield thing going on, which it's fun to just kind of sit there and use as a fidget spinner. Um, the transformation on this, I want to call like 80% intuitive. And then there's just a little bit to it that is like, okay, what is actually supposed to be happening here? Uh, once you do it once, it makes perfect sense, and you'll probably never have to like look at the pictures again to figure out where to go with the stuff. And it makes a pretty solid motorcycle when everything's together. The only part that's not is the front wheel, uh, and that's set up <sighs> okay. So like they use the ankle tilt on in the motorcycle mode to simulate uh, steering with the headlight handlebars and the front fender. The front wheel does not turn on that same swivel joint, though. So if you turn that, you can make it look like the handlebar and the uh, headlight are steered to the left or right, but the wheel is still going straight forward. The other problem with that is there's a little cutout on the front fork where the backside of the fender is supposed to fit into, and that kind of guides where the wheel fork is supposed to go. If you try to turn that, um, it pulls that out of there. So, like it kind of resists wanting to turn, even though that is placed perfectly where this turning action is absolutely intentional in how this is engineered. Like, they bonused in, uh, you know, the look of steering, except it doesn't quite work. The other problem is that that whole front wheel assembly is on a common root hinge, and there is nothing in how the toy is designed to, like, guide or hold that in the position it's supposed to be in in motorcycle mode. That's the one like bad thing about the motorcycle mode is just that the front wheel kind of floats in a way that I wish it didn't. It needs a little, a little tiny snap in there just to hold a specific position. One thing I really like about how this is engineered is that the um, big square like blaster accessories are used to help stabilize the position of the back wheel to the body. So there's five millimeter ports on the back wheel. There's five millimeter ports on the back half of the motorcycle body. There's multiple 5mm pegs on those accessory pieces, so those actually basically work like brackets to position and hold the back half of the motorcycle together, and it works so nicely. Like It, it, goes, it snaps in really smoothly, really easily, and it just holds it super secure. It's a really nicely engineered transformation. It's really pleasant to do, um, even more so than Scraphook, I'm able to transform this between modes without anything like accidentally coming off, which I really appreciate. Um, the parts that come off on this are similar to Scraphook. You know, you take the legs off, you take the arms off, and that's pretty much it. Um, so, like, you can kind of weaponize that if you're really inventive about it, uh, but that's not really the point of it. The point of it is to mix and match the vehicle parts. And to that end, they actually have some extra tabs and slots molded in. That if you have one crash bar, they don't do anything. They're just there. If you have a second one, you can take the the gas tank and front wheel halves from both of them and tab them side by side to plug in at the front of another vehicle. Or you can do the same thing with uh, two of the bike seats and the back wheels. Tab oh. those in, make them the other half of the, another vehicle. Um, so like that's designed to stabilize that for your wacky vehicle combinations. Um, I don't, I have not actually tried plugging both of the, uh, legs or wheels into like the front of scrap hook, 
to see if those will fit together correctly uh, to work as a replacement, but I kind of don't think they will just because they're not designed to peg together the same way. The pegs are on, the pegs and the slots are on the wrong sides. Um, so there's a little bit of limitation in how that works, but like for the most part, it's pretty thoughtfully designed. And when I get more of these, it's going to become really interesting to see what kind of uh, vehicular abominations can come out of this play pattern. Uh, overall, I'm really happy with both of these toys, which is, Quite a relief because, you know, I also feel the same burnout towards Transformers that some of us were talking about during pre-show. Maybe not quite as bad where I'm ready to jump ship over to G.I. Joe, but, you know, give it time. But no, if if I get a few more legacy toys that feel like this, I'm, you know, probably going to be able to ease back into feeling good about buying these. Maybe not, you know, every single one, but buying them more again. Oh, I also coincidentally... uh from Amazon, got my second scrap hook uh, on Monday, <laughs> the same day oh, nice. that I ordered that. So, uh, from Amazon comes Wave One, from Big Bad Toy Store comes Wave Two. So, have you played with your second scrapbook yet? I have not. I was uh, prioritizing these because these are the ones that actually matter more to talk about. I um, remember you talking about getting your scrap hook and having the same friction elbow issue that I did with my. Uh, my first one did. My second one does not. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'll have to open that. I'll get, uh, remind me again next week to talk about my findings with that. I'll so what, uh, open it in the meantime. What's the issue? Uh, so scrap hook, the way the elbows are constructed, one of the hinges is a friction hinge. And the issue mm. I was having was the swivel joint above that was so tight that if you tried to turn the arm, the lower arm would just rip off at that friction yeah, hinge. Yeah, the, the mushroom peg does, didn't want to turn. It was in there far too tight and the the lower part of the hinge would just come off of the upper part gotcha. yeah you know not a big deal because it will all just snap back together but like it shouldn't be that way yeah cool oh and um crash part does have thigh swivels or the equivalent of thigh swivels which was a missing thing on scrapbook yeah i i love this junkie on play pattern please give me more give me more 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 of this junkie on play pattern i've been looking for yes yeah. You know you only get a year of it, and then it's done. I don't accept that. Me either. Mm. Cool. Uh, I mean, uh, recolors and retools last forever, by the way. Yeah. Anything else, Chris? No, that's it. Cool. I have them in my pile of loot, as both of them. You should well ship as, those. As well as, well as Skyquake uh, and Quincast. Mm-hmm. So, Skyquake, see. I'm holding out for like a Selects and Euro colors. Yeah. Same. Cool. Uh, Diecast, do you have anything? Uh, no. Don? Yes, I do. Unfortunately, most everything is off topic because finding anything locally is impossible and everything that I haven't shipped is still in transit or it hasn't been shipped yet. But I did find a couple of interesting things. Your shoes? No, no, no. (laughs) Uh, I got them somewhere. What are the parameters for off topic? Like, well, well, it's it's not a thing. It's well, like it's, it's like it's, indulge me. Let, well, listen to me talk. Well, it's real quick and it's it's cool stuff. And okay. I, I actually found I actually the Target Collector Con actually paid off. Con, it was all pop crap. Well, yes and no. If you bought pops, that, that, don't talk about them. No, it was no, not pops. Oh, oh, I've never, different. I've never bought. Oh, well, Brian, I I would not buy tailspin pops. Thank you. That's Ron. how much I hate them things. No, my Target only had one Collector Con in cap labeled and it was nothing but pop stuff 
But they did, when they reset their section mm -hmm. in the toy department, there is a NECA section that had never anything in there until the other day. Did you get day. Alf? Did you get Alf? No, I did not get Alf. Did oh, not get Alf. Um, I did. I'm glad Diecast told me a few weeks ago. I got the black and white Usagi Yojimbo. That's neat looking. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I was able to pick up one of those. I got, I got the last one they had. Before they, they probably didn't get me. Don, that is cool. It's hard to find. Yeah. And they had tons of the other NECA Turtle stuff, uh, but him, he was, you know, it was that and Super Shredder with the forearms, and you had the Bebop and Rocksteady as superheroes and some other stuff from the original cartoon. But I did pick up from the original cartoon uh, Rex 1. Oh, the police robot. The police robot. Because I love that sort of that oh, cell. Oh, God, I forgot that, about that. That cell shading. <laughs> and he'll look really good against, you know, posed against Chrome Dome. That I've got from one of the earlier waves. So he looks really good. And I decided to go ahead and get him. And the last thing I last thing I got was what everyone else has already got. I got Serpentor. My the the uh the the reshipment finally came in when they put him back up for offer. So I got Serpentor. So uh, you, you haven't you haven't opened it really. Like what I do you think it. of the look? I love I love the box, I love the design. I love the artwork. I think the figure, it looks great in the packaging. The gold. I wish we had gotten that gold on Serpent OR from the Collector's yeah. Club all those years ago. That's the gold that Serpent OR needed to get. The accessories make sense. I just haven't had a chance to open them. I mean, that is some phenomenal artwork on the back of that packaging. So, yeah. you know, I'm so I'm really glad I was able to get one. Again, classified is really winning me over for when for decades well, Joe wasn't when are we gonna get when are we gonna get like the uh protoplasmic serpentor figure? You asked me like I run Hasbro, Brian. No, I don't, like, know, I don't, no, I don't like, know these we're things. We're eventually gonna get everything. There's never a toy of that, of course, because it was only like a gimmick for like a rise serpentor or eyes. But I could I could if they're running out Ooh, of stuff. Build a I figure. Could, build a figure. Yeah, yeah. Ah, protoplasmic serpentor. Yeah. So it. so two notes. Uh, one, check out uh, John DeLuna's Instagram, that John D. Uh, he's been posting pictures of uh, some of the recent NECA Ninja Turtles stuff, and he's calling that his like favorite toy line ever at this point. That's awesome. So if you want to see more of the stuff Don was talking about, uh, go take a look over there. Uh, also, Blade, in our Discord chat, tfradio.net slash Discord, won the evening with, what, can't Rex 1 fight without Chrome Dome? <laughs> <laughs> cool. Anything else, Don? No, that's it. It's, I've got stuff coming, so I'll have some stuff for next week. Matt, you got uh, one thing. I saw well, it. Uh, yeah, I got a couple. So I got uh, Masterpiece Trainbot uh, Yuki Kaze. My condolences. Yeah, I am. Of silence. Press in the chat. I am, I am continually amazed at how they, they keep coming up with new and increasingly vague ways to fold very flimsy, clear plastic panels around each oh, other. Mine's His legs look kind of wide. I though, I mean, aesthetically, like I think he's my favorite looking of the three I've gotten so far, though. Okay, but he is not fun to transform at all. Oh my! I God. gave up with uh, uh, Shoki. Like wait till the next one. In. Yeah, yeah. Um, unlike uh, Getsaway, I didn't have any parts fall off of him out of the box, oh, though. God. So that that that's a bonus. Looks good. Um, so I got Voyager Tarn in the mail. Uh, I have not transformed him yet. I, I, I understand that Don't. that's kind of frustrating. Um, 
I did not I, enjoy the experience, but it doesn't look bad in either mode, I think. Yeah, I I really like the way he looks. Like he is straight off of the comic book pages. I do find that he's a little small, like Tarn should be a big hulking mm-hmm. bruiser. And his he has very long legs, and his shoulders are, are so high that it makes his arms look stubby, even though they're not. Oh but, yeah. yeah. But I I seriously like him in robot mode and I I'm happy with that. He basically has the silhouette of that furry monster from the Bug, Bugs Bunny cartoons, like the big, like Bomino- big, okay, yeah, Bomino- Gossamer, yeah, whatever it's Gossamer, called, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd like to get some more DJD members, but I I'm not gonna you know hold my breath on that one. I mean the sniper rifle one probably uh, we can probably see that happen. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Um, I got my second scrap hook, and as I was discussing with Chris earlier, I do not have the uh, friction hinge problems on the arms on the second iteration that I had on the first one. So, um, God, I love these Junkion so much. Like seriously, uh, I ordered a crash bar from Big Bad Toy Store. I'll have it in probably two weeks because I went with flat rate shipping. I can't wait to hear what you think about that when you do get it. Yeah. I will. I will probably never shut up about these junkions. They are the I, best things. Hey, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, please keep talking about them forever. Like, make noise. Keep Hasbro like interested in making things like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, last thing, I got a PlayStation Five. Oh, congrats! <laughs> I I don't think I've played mine more than an hour and a half since I got it. I haven't played it at all. I mean, it it comes with the downloadable version of God of War, but I don't like I, that's something i have to be in a mood for mm-hmm. uh, i got it because wwe 2k23 comes out you know this is Tuesday that one gonna as, be good as, as time of this recording it has war games so i'm hoping like the last was it 22 or 21 that was so buggy 20 20 there, there was no 21 because oh, 20 was so bad <laughs> oh wow that they took a year and a half off developing 2k22 which was still kind of buggy quite frankly I, so I have 20 or maybe I have 22. I got it from Walmart and I've never opened it. It's fun. They, they need to completely redo universe mode though. Like seriously, it's been many, many years and it's just the same stuff over and over again. Mm-hmm. Cool. It roster updates, but yeah. yeah. Anything else? Nope. That's it for me. Rob. Okay. Yeah. I actually got a bunch of stuff. Um, most of it is on topic just because most of it's, well, no, about half of it's on ho- a topic because it's by Hasbro, but there are actual Transformers involved in this. So, sure. Uh, first off, I want to thank uh, John Triclops, who sent me. We a, love John. Uh, yeah. uh, sent me uh, Obi Wan from the uh, Star Wars vintage uh, line from Obi Wan Kenobi. John's an to- awesome dude. Yeah, it was, uh, there was a really nice note with it, and I, I really do appreciate it. And, you know, it looks like a really nice figure. Like, like half, uh, in terms of like smaller figures for this week, I inadvertently wound up with the theme of like the people, the figure, the subline is named after, uh, Amazon had Boba Fett from the book of Boba Fett in the vintage line <laughs> marked down to about what a standard vintage figure goes for instead of one of the slightly, you know, larger boxed ones. So I went ahead and got that just cause I, you know, I, I really liked the look of that. I liked, you know. I, I like that apparently after all these years, Boba Fett discovered paint and his armor looks nice now. So I got that figure and it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's really nice. They really are getting better with likenesses at this tiny scale too. Um, 
beyond that, uh, I went to Ollie's and wound up with, uh, in a similar size, I wound up with the Batman from the Batman for four bucks. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like, uh, t- title characters was the theme of the smaller stuff I got this week, uh, for a large part. Um, also at Ollie's, uh, picked up, uh, some comics. They had a, uh, DC archives, hardcover of the spirit for 10 bucks. So. Nice. Volume three of that, man, I, I would, I wish they'd get in some other volumes. I'd love to get as much of that so, as possible. Uh, so, uh, all those are hitting, I, I, I don't, I don't know specifically with the spirit, but generally speaking, those are hit and miss. Uh, hmm. you have to travel to multiple Ollie's, but you can typically get a whole collection of whatever they have, but the, the stores that are, they, they don't have consistent, uh, uh, assortments. Gotcha. Well, yeah, the, hmm, there's another Ollie's in the, in the, uh, basically accessible to me i may have to go out and check that out sometime yeah. soon yeah it's worth doing yeah they also had a uh, volume of the uh ryan north squirrel girl comics which are some of my favorite comics like done in the last like 10 years so that was also like four bucks got that uh got got the uh got the haynes manual for the death star because this is like the first time i've been out of the house to just shop in i don't even know how long three and a half four years I'd say one or two, like when the first oh, round okay. of vaccines went around, my dad and oh, I went okay. out a couple times. So, but yeah, after we were done at Ollie's, uh, do you, you, you have a garage big enough for the Death Star? Oh, <laughs> I wish. Uh, the if I if we cleared it out, but there's there's a uh, uh, Volkswagen truck in there that uh, mm. taking up a lot of space at the moment. But uh, um, but yeah, after after we were done at Ollie's, my uh, Angel took my dad home, and I just wandered around the shopping center, and I'm glad I did. Uh, went to Walmart and they had the new Jack's four inch, uh, Samus Link and Zelda figures. Uh, the Samus figure is a vast improvement over the old four inch world Nintendo, uh, figure. I feel like the size has crept up a little bit too. Is it, is it a different manufacturer? Jax is doing those now. Who did them before? Uh, Jax did them before, but this is a new mold. They repainted that, uh, that Samus figure probably well they they repainted it three or four times and they reissued it probably 10 i i saw the new figures at walmart and they looked great like i'm not buying non-transformers gi joe for the most part so i skipped mm-hmm. them but they look really nice the only issue i have with the samus figure is a lack of bicep swivel other than that it does have some uh mid torso joints uh which never seen on jack's figure before so at least at this scale so yeah it's really also, like I may have said, I think the scales crept up from four inches a little bit. They seem larger than the first round, but they look good. Um, Link and Zelda have slight, they're from, both from Breath of the Wild. Their articulation, not quite as good as Samus's, but they are not, uh, they're not bad. Um, also, these are only 10 bucks each. And for 10 bucks, it's the, the Samus figure in particular is fantastic. So, um, yeah. recommend, recommend that one if, uh, anybody sees it. Uh, Walmart also had, no, it was target. I went around to, uh, target also had legacy inferno, which I've been meaning to get cause well, I hadn't, and I'd heard a lot of good things about it and yeah, they were all true. It's a really nice figure. I'm really happy with it. Just it's, it, it just feels good to handle. I, it, it was not a huge hassle to transform even without looking at the instructions, the articulated jaw in robot mode is just the best damn thing. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm really happy with Inferno. Uh, other than that, uh, I got, uh, 
uh, Hasbro Toy Shop had it for like I think twelve, uh, like fourteen, fifteen bucks on eBay. I got uh, DK three Breaker, which I have not uh, taken out of its uh, package yet, but. I've been kind of eyeballing that for a while and it finally went to cheap enough that I, I decided to grab it. So ah, it was nice to get out and do things and nice to actually go uh, uh, find things. You know, if you want to know the secret to finding things, you know, that you don't have while you're in the store, don't go out for about a year and a half. That, that really does help with it. Yeah. I mean, you make a good point. Yeah. That, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that is, that is what I got this week. Okay, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through what I got this week and give an update on my eBay fiasco. So, um, speaking of eBay, I've sold a bunch of stuff recently. So, I'm trying to reinvest what I sell partly into my collection. I sold a lot, so I had kind, and I'm catching up for a couple of weeks. So, I got Scrapbook, my first one. Haven't had a chance to transform it yet. I Any elbow problems? A, no. Uh-oh. Okay, good. Yeah. Um. This is no no particular order. This is as I'm reaching for stuff. So I got, I saw, I don't, did somebody post, somebody might have posted this to Twitter or something, but it was a uh, robot watch and it's a knockoff of the like micro change watch robo. Oh, ooh. Yeah. So it's, it's supposed to be new old stock. It is very much an, a KO of, of watch robo. Nice. Yeah. So um, is it a nice KO though? Yeah, it is. Okay, I mean cool. the wa- I mean the watch is very basic, right? Of course, oh, is, yeah, yeah. But um, I mean it's, I mean one leg is a little floppy, but that's fine. It's and how much was that? Twenty five bucks. Nice. Dang. Yeah. So, uh, maybe I maybe somebody shared it. Maybe I just found it. I was recently thinking about my old Voltron watch and how I wish I still had it, and maybe 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 somebody shared this with me in text, but it's. If it is not directly based off that mold or a remold of it, it is designed to look just like it. So not bad. Um, off topic, I was at McKay's this weekend because I had store credit and I got the Playmates uh, DS9. Ooh. And I've been wanting this for a while. So uh, even, at the, even at the sticker price you told me earlier, like that's a good find. And like with your store credit applied, that's great that is an excellent pickup yeah uh no chris is a space station yeah well yeah that's funny don um let's see here this is what we get when don can hear us in real time right oh yeah you're right (laughs) um let's see here you know we're going into the stuff that i got a couple weeks back that i haven't been here for so i got a um mitten box uh g1 char or cup car Mm -hmm. version the box is really nice uh, so I'm, I'm sort of getting back into my G1 stuff, trying to c- complete this, the series, you know, I've been working on that for a while. <clears throat> I already have cup, but, um, it's my childhood one. So I'm going in and replacing childhood toys that are not in great shape. And that one has been in the bathtub with me. So this one has not <laughs> yet. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this one is not something that I needed because I already have a mitten. Actually, I already this is mint sold box. I already has mint sold box U.S. version, but I saw it on Mandaraki and the price is great. It is the uh, G two Laser Prime, uh, the Prime of Justice version. Oh wow! Yeah, so uh, the, the the vintage, not the reissue. So Ooh. oh, that packaging looks great. Yeah, so now I can display the mint sold box in both modes because this one's in robot mode and the 
as reversion is in uh vehicle mode i hate to ask what did that run i still i'm still trying to get a laser prime eventually um on mandarake i think i paid 90 bucks for it Ooh, plus, sh- plus shipping still well, yeah. but it was like it was like it was it was about what i paid for um for uh that megatron optimus primal set i may you know if once things are evened out here a little bit i may look into that yeah it's the first one i've seen uh this is the thing i mentioned buying something off ebay it is uh braver from road caesar Ooh. boxed i already have a uh, blacker so now, now all i need is laster have all three well it's appropriate that it's last isn't it it is isn't it <laughs> um, I don't know where to go. I mentioned recently. Actually, I'll, this one's easier to reach, and I've got something to add to this one next week. Uh, again, trying to complete G one and replace. I didn't. I don't have a G one version of this. I have the G two version. It's a boxed Inferno. It's nice. Um, mm-hmm. I actually have a repro bubble coming next week, hmm. so it'll. I, I'll show the bubble off, but um, just two more. Uh, this one is loose and it's going to need some work. Uh, but I, it's, it's actually not that yellowed. The back is, uh, but it's a loose, uh, Minerva. Nice. G1. So Don is like, whoa. Okay. So some caveats. One, it's a night beat head that's been repaid. That's been painted very nicely. Um, the helmet is a cast resin, um, repro. It does not come with the small guns. So I have the small guns on the way. Oh, actually, I went repro with those. Um, I could have used my night beat ones, but actually, I only have one night beat is actually missing one gun. I need to get the gun is vintage though. So, and it, she needs stickers. There is a, um, old, uh, old, um, repro labels, uh, go shooter and night beat set apparently out there that you can't get new anymore. And I saw one sell recently on eBay, so I'm just going to keep my eyes open for when one comes out because her stickers are pretty rough. But otherwise, she's actually in pretty nice shape. So, so I'm happy with that. It's it's it probably be the only one I ever have. But if not, if you know if I ever get something nicer, it'll be a uh, placeholder. Uh, last thing, I'm only going to this one because it's the farthest away. Uh, I mentioned a couple weeks ago how I'd have Twin Cast this week, and I do. Yeah, I got a vintage boxed. Twin cast. That's the wrong nice. twin cast. That's the right one. This is the right. <laughs> this is the right twin cast. It's oh, already had good. I already had the reissue, the encore version. It came out. Uh, so this is a vintage one. What cassette does he come with? Is that Steel Jaw? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I needed it if I wanted to have. I, I don't count reissues in my complete collection. So there are. I thought there were over seven hundred G one toys, but it looks like counting, like even counting, um, uh. Like the mini spies, it seems like there's like less than six fifty. I'm going through and seeing what I have. Oh, that's I all. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, I have a like most of my stuff is the stuff between like 1986 and 1988. So I have a big chunk of stuff there. I actually um, most of the 8485s. I only have like half of that. So I'm going to try to work on finishing that stuff because that's pretty easy because there are fewer figures. But yeah, um, yeah. So that's what I got this week. What I didn't get is that eBay auction still didn't get it. I don't know where I left it off last time, but I uh, bought a, a complete collection of the 1985 McDonald's St. Louis Happy Meal mini bots. It was a pretty substantial sum of money. There's only two that I need to complete the set. So I was going to resell every uh, the, the 22 that I didn't need. Um, contacted eBay, filed a claim. 
I got an email. I, I know this happened since uh, I was on the show last. eBay sent me a note back. Hey, you know, we didn't hear back from the seller. We're giving you a refund. Expect it in two days. That was great. I was happy to hear that. So I uh, checked uh, my account. I checked everything. Three days later, nothing. So I emailed eBay back. Oh, sorry. We decided that we were actually just going to uh, close this uh, and, and not give you a refund. The seller apparently had just said, hey, there's um, there's a signature on this. So if you look at the signature, it actually is the name of my town. So apparently, like the FedEx driver just wrote the name of the town on it or something, and it was listed as um, delivered when the signature was there. This has been just a gigantic headache. Uh, the eBay customer service, and I'm not knocking them because of my challenges. I'm knocking them because they're bad. Like I work in customer service. And, you know, you, it's normal you use canned responses is what it's called when, you know, you just have like a basic response that you send out whenever there's like whatever issue. It's just that theirs are cop- clearly copied and pasted from other emails because all the formatting is wrong, like in the different parts. And the information's always wrong. My name's been misspelled. They're, they're putting things in the emails that don't pertain to like the issue at hand. It's like nobody is actually paying attention to it. So. I got them to reopen the case, um, found out some more information, talked to FedEx. FedEx confirmed that the person who uh, was uh, the the tracking number provided was shipped to wasn't me, not my name, not my address. Actually found out who even sent the package. Um, eBay was like, hey, great. I'm going to I'm closing this again. So I'm like, ah, uh, but I got them to reopen it. Uh, the. Uh, eBay team basically emailed me back and said, hey, if you can get FedEx to send us a note to confirm that the package was not shipped to you, we'll, we'll refund your money. So guess what FedEx will not do? Because the package was not addressed to me, they can't file a claim and they can't open a case because I wasn't the recipient. And they will not send an email because they don't use email to eBay. I was basically on... Uh, no joke about I was on calls today for about four hours to get this resolved. And I was actually ended up being not so nice to a supervisor on eBay side. I just extremely frustrated, but uh, I got an email back an hour ago, just out of the blue, two hours ago saying, Hey, we're going to give you a refund out of courtesy, which kind of pisses me off. Hey, I'm happy to give a refund, but I was scammed out of a substantial sum of money. I want the account closed of the person who scammed me. And he'll never use the account again. He only had a feedback of like 16 and he'd only been on eBay for like a month, but it's the principle. So I'm going to, I'm going to email them back and thank them for the refund, but I'm still going to, once I'm able to get like written documentation that it wasn't sent to me, I'm going to send it back to them because I want the account closed just out of principle. So. Okay. So did you check and actually you have the money back yet or is that still pending? Oh, that is still pending. Oh boy. Yeah. So, Tune in next week to find out how this goes. Yeah. So, I mean, I have other avenues. One, it's sent, I pay via PayPal. So PayPal can refund me my money. My bank will also do the same. But what I want to avoid is any type of collection scenario. I don't want PayPal to take the money back from eBay and then eBay try to collect it from me again. So I want eBay to re- make sure it's resolved. And I will do that if I have to. But I want to work the work the system, work the process until I get my money back via eBay because they're the ones who facilitated me getting scammed. And lesson learned, the eBay buyer guarantee, um, 
is it's more con- of a suggestion than is, a guarantee. It's more of a suggestion than a guarantee. And just letting you know, like if if the person had sent an empty box to me and required a signature, I would have no way whatsoever of getting my money back because eBay, I learned eBay just looks for a signature. Now, if I had video, apparently people videotape, actually somebody on my team at work said, hey, I videotape getting packages so that I can, he spends substantially more than I do on sports memorabilia though, uh, than I do on toys. But he said, I videotape everything. And he, he had he had like a $3,000 item. Yeah. That, yeah. He was screwed out of, but he videotaped opening the package and he was able to get his money back next day. So I don't buy a lot of stuff off of eBay, but if I do buy something off eBay and it's, you know, over a hundred dollars, let's say like I do tend to do that myself. I yeah. document the opening just so there is like a chain of process. I can point back to saying like this, this is it sealed. This is me opening mm-hmm. it. This is it empty, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, you know, I knew that this was a risk, but also I wanted to like if one, if I got it, fantastic. If I didn't get it, I knew that eventually I would get my money back and it would be worth talking about. So, mm-hmm. and again, it's an obscure item. So, the item that I got, I don't know where the image came from because there's not that many people out there that have a photograph of all 24 of the McDonald's 1985 Happy Meal mini bots. And I was not able to reverse Google image search it. I tried reverse image search to other uh, search engines, couldn't find it. So I have no idea where they came, you know, by the image. So uh, we'll see. Hopefully next week I'll actually have my money back. And I'm going to be a little more careful now because I have a story. I've told my story. I've gone through the situation. I don't want to go through it again. And I'm not going to buy, buy anything on eBay anymore that's more than just a couple hundred bucks unless I know who the the seller is. Mm-hmm. I have found sellers on eBay that that I'm you know, happy with. So that's it. That's the story. So we have a late breaking uh, update from our discord. Manny Cara yes. uh, has uh, delivered us the news that the uh, arrival date on has repulsed for the guardian robot is no longer April 10th. It is March 11th. What the heck? Whoa. As in two days from now, three oh, days great. from now. And I bet, yeah. I bet masterpiece Skyfire will be like three days later. Ah, <sighs> Okay, well, maybe we'll have that to talk about next week. Ooh, jeez, Louise. <laughs> okay, where am I going to put it? Put same, approximately the, March fifteenth. Well, the same place you were going to put it when it was going to come a month later. Just you have to figure it out, you know. Now, so uh, right above my head, I have. But this, I had a month to lie to myself about it before. Yeah. So yeah. we're—I know you guys were talking about the other stuff, like where you have yours last week. Right above my head, <laughs> I have the Sentinel Scorpionok. Uh, Generations Metroplex, uh, Fort Max, G1 Fort Max. Uh, I have, uh, uh, Black Zarek from what is, what's the line called? Like, Selects. Selects. The Brave Max to <laughs> get off you. Yeah. Uh, the Grand Max, Legends, uh, Fort Max Generations. Oh, 15th, not 11th. I was looking at this small picture, but still, it's coming that's, out this that, month. That's coming up this month. Yeah. Uh, Generations, so seven days. Scorponok and Generations yeah. Omega Supreme. And like my others are over here. Like, so like if there's an earthquake, I'm going to die because they're going to hit me in the head. And I was hoping <laughs> yeah, that especially if G1 Fort Max is up there, like you said. Yeah. yeah. What, well, and uh, Brave Max too. There's two copies of G1 Fort Max up there in different colors. Yeah. For now. <laughs> I hope to change that this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, make it three. 
Well, I have to say, Artfire 2000 had a Grand Max for 400 bucks hmm. that looked pretty good. Obviously, like the part, you know, the tabs and the legs were broken and it didn't have all the accessories, but for $400, I would take it. Okay. I want to thank our patrons, Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash TF radio. Uh, patrons at all tiers uh, get an ad free version of the show each week at a higher bit rate and a weekly Patreon exclusive pre show podcast. And also, if we have an unedited version of the show, that'll go up too. And you get Hot Five week early. Uh, patrons touch tier get to be on Hot Five and also get to be mentioned on. Uh, the show each week at tfradio.net slash credits. Hey, I'm not going anywhere. I'm, I'm not. But if I was, if something happened and I w- couldn't be on the show anymore, I would totally sign up for the Patreon. <laughs> I absolutely would. But our patrons have touched here and I haven't updated this. I don't know if anybody's fallen off at the beginning of the month. If so, I'll fix it next week. Uh, Kevin Dorsey, AJ, Eric Griffin, Tyrell Gwynn, Rick Mahurin, Ryan Bona, Emmett Stresovich, Rabbits, Hector Bones, Ness, Joey Russell, Sean Williamson, Spider Bob, Jay Klein Rye, Sean Hamilton, Jacob Owen Lucia, and Sean Bratton. Thank, thank you all. You guys rock. We love you. Uh, don't forget our Amazon link at tfradio.net slash Amazon. You can buy whatever. We you can pre-order um, Studio Series Gamer Edition Transformers there, in yeah. fact. Mm-hmm. And you can probably buy used copies of the actual games, like on Xbox 360 or whatever. If you had to. Uh, exorbitantly marked up prices, I'm sure. Probably. Uh, probably. Just buy toilet paper instead. But that would help us out. Uh, you can find all of our stuff at tfradio.net. For now, you can find us on Twitter at tfradio and on Instagram at tfpodcast. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash tfradio. And of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're not streaming this week, but I will upload the video. So uh, I'm personally on Twitter at bkilby, Instagram at Brian Kilby, and all my other stuff is at briankilby.com. John DeLuna, who we referenced earlier, who's awesome, is at that John D everywhere. Rob Springer, who is also not here, but is awesome. He is at Robo Rob Springer and at zonebase.org. And I think last week is when I posted the newest episode of Transform Squadron. Maybe I, maybe I, maybe I wasn't here when I did it, but, um, that was posted to the website recently. Um, Chris, can you be gotten somewhere? I can in our discord. If you want to reach out and uh, contact me, uh, come to tfradio.net slash discord. You don't have to install anything. It'll run in your browser. You just need to sign up for an account and don't be like diecast and sign up for 25 accounts. Um, one will do just fine. Uh, if you want to get in touch, just tag me in there. I will respond as soon as I'm able to. And that's really the best place to talk to me. And also a pretty cool community of like-minded fans. Like we love our discord community. We love our live audience. We have every week. Like we know that when we can't stream live, they miss having us, uh, you know, live on a stream. But like, we equally miss them being there to read their comments, interact with, like we do. Like it goes both ways. We love having our audience. We're so glad you guys are here. You guys rock. Just like keep on, and everybody else come join in. It's a really great place to hang out and talk about Transformers and just other random things. Uh, we've got a whole channel devoted to Star Trek for one thing. Uh, that one of our uh, Discord members, Captain new- Rufus, uh, especially likes to post like gifts and videos and stuff into new Picard tomorrow, and it's not been bad so far. So far, yeah, I'm I'm alarmed and like 
I don't know what world I've landed in. It's not I'm perfect. Wait, I'm it's waiting not, for the other shoe to drop. It's Me not too. perfect. Do, it, do we not. want to do we want to address the irony of Star Trek Picard having two kind of bad seasons and then really hitting its stride at the third season? I don't know that it's hit its stride. It's just excellent compared to the first two seasons. Fair. But it's not excellent compared to say Strange New Worlds or Lower Decks or later Disco- or like Discovery after season two on forward. So gotcha. It's yeah. perfectly acceptable. This yeah, season it's has no not strange fumbled. new worlds. Yeah, this season has not fumbled yet like the first two did really quickly, but yeah. I'm not ruling out that that's going to happen. Oh, it'll happen. Um I'm not gonna I'm <laughs> no no details on any of this, but like I've seen some speculation about stuff that's going on already at this point that sounds really interesting and compelling, but also could be a really easy way for them to screw up the goodwill they've generated with the first three episodes of the season. Mm. But yeah, I'm surprised how positive I feel toward this so far. Hey, hey real quick. I know, I know we're not a Star Trek podcast, but I did read. So uh, season, season five, season five discovery has already been uh, recorded, of course, and uh, there's produ- post-producing everything. Now it'll be released in 2024. But uh, Jonathan Frakes directed par- like half of the series finale, and he says they wrap it up in an interesting way. So I'm really curious oh, cool. to see how that goes. Okay, maybe they go home. Yeah, maybe the next leap will be the leap. Will home. be the leap home. Anyway, besides uh, the whole Discord thing, um, if you want to see like toy photography work I've done, I have articles I've written over the years. I have galleries up at PlayWithPhotography.com. I actually referenced one of them talking to one of my friends earlier, um, talking about older digital camera models so like there's all kinds of like random stuff i've written there and i reread through that article too and like i'm not a half bad writer if you want to like just see what i think about some camera topics like go check some of that stuff out we need a sound wave mavica oh yeah. well i would think a reflector of mavica yeah no uh, like since it's kind of a floppy disk is kind of like uh it's kind of like a cassette because, I mean, the only way they could do Ravage worse than they already have in modern iterations would be to try to origami one out of a floppy disk, yes. Well, I mean, they, they did do that tablet sound wave a couple of years ago. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. So. Um, that thing was terrifying to handle. And I have an Amazon wish list at tfradio.net.chrislist if you want to just like, do random, random acts of kindness at me. His, his wish yeah, list all, is all device-labeled toys. And they're all terrible. Yeah. Uh, Rob's turn? Yeah, Rob's turn. Okay, Rob's turn. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rob Flails. That is uh, the uh, Twitter for Flail is my uh, YouTube channel. That is still mostly Gundam Battle Operation 2 at the moment. Uh, this last week was the Zeku Zwei, a deep cut from a <laughs> from Gundam Sentinel, which was like a side story done in a 1987 Japanese hobby magazine. So... <laughs> Yeah, that is uh yeah, that is fairly out there. This week slightly less out there in that the uh mobile suit we're getting is something like done in the current century. Uh we are getting the uh Jim Kai with Corvette booster from Gundam Thunderbolt. Hmm. So that's that's gonna be interesting to see. Uh but if you if you like what I'm doing over there, patreon.com slash flailthroughs, you can throw money at me and uh and uh, I take and I will take requests. I'm actually getting caught up on those a little bit, I think now, which has been a very long time coming, like to the point where the person whose request I published today said they forgot they made it. So it's been a hard year. But anyway, you've got a good community, too, though. Yeah, I do. I have a fantastic community. There is, you know, I'm not going to say there's never negativity in my uh, comments, but it gets worked out pretty, pretty politely, I would say. 
you know, very, very good, helpful people. And I, I've met a lot of really nice people through doing this. So, you know, it has definitely been worth my time, but yeah, uh, patreon.com slash flail throughs, youtube.com slash flail throughs. Or if you just want to send me stuff, uh, tfradio.net slash claylist. Cool. Uh, Donald. Uh, I can be reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. I also have an Amazon wish list at tfradio.net slash Don list. Um, and I've been buying some furniture uh, to set up my new basements. Uh, I'm moving my man cave, so to speak, from upstairs to downstairs for various reasons. And I've bought several pieces of furniture through the Amazon link. So if you need anything, please tfradio.net slash Amazon. Uh, also, as I'm un- my plan is as I'm unboxing the stuff. So I've never really had my collection completely out. It's been in boxes most of my life and I'm 52 years old. So I'm going to be posting pictures on Twitter as long as it lasts about, you know, how the stuff's going, how the display is going. So be sure to follow me on Twitter. Hopefully once our $10,000 flooring issue is resolved, I can spend some time moving stuff to the new downstairs Don cave. Uh, So there's that. Uh, But that's, uh, that's it for me. Cool. Uh, Diecast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Diecast2. You can like my Facebook page at Reviews by Diecast. You can see my reviews at t- youtube.com slash RFC Reviews. And I have an Amazon wish list. If you want to check out what I'm into, it's Amazon or tfradio.net slash Diecast list. Sweet. Okay. I think that's it. We'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Take care. Take care, all. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at tfradio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Jeez, what are these guys ever going to move out of their parents' basements? Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.